Jesus that you please for the Lord. Touch my heart. Bless my heart. I ask Father now that you please touch the priest can only come in the inner court. Bless me. Father, we are grateful. King of kings, we exalt your name. You are worthy, almighty Father. There is none like you. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for the hidden wisdom. Thank you for the mysteries that are hidden in Christ Jesus unto our glory. Oh, Malai Sufan, just the compeller. We are grateful. We come before your presence today, Lord, with heart full of joy and excitement to sit at your feet to be taught by you. Oh, precious Holy Spirit, we love you. For without you, we can do nothing. Without you, we can really do nothing. Without you, we can do nothing. Oh, Holy Spirit, we yield our hearts, our minds, our souls to you. Find expression on our spirits. Find expression on our minds, 
find expression on our souls find expression in our lives precious holy spirit and bless us mightily we ask for your presence and we ask for understanding that even as we come before you may the spirit of understanding be open up to us we ask for in depth of revelation my Spirit of God, take us behind the veil today. The Bible says that take us to the place of glory we don't want to be in the outer court we want to go into a deeper dimension in you we want to go beyond the outer court we want to go beyond the veil for the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 that the Spirit of God searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Take us deeper, take us deeper, take us deeper, take us deeper, take us deeper. Allah Sotel. For eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man the things God has prepared for those that love Him. Oh Lord, we ask you that as we set our hearts on you to love you, may that love open doors of intimacy that we will be granted the privilege to enter into the place of the spirit Oh Lord, I pray for Miss Caroline. I pray for Shanice. I pray for everyone in this meeting, Lord.
First, your presence take away every pain, every sickness, every hurt, every anxiety, every depression, every troubled mind, and every troubled heart. In the name of Jesus, let there be liberation. I speak over our bodies, I speak over our minds. I command pain to disappear. I command depression to move out of our lives. I command troubled hearts. I command every form of negative influence and power and spirit that want to have an advantage over you. We are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. By divine authority in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let every spirit that is not of God be done away with. For whoever the Son sets free is free indeed. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh, grace be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, glory be to you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. 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 Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just be in the place of the Spirit. Because you are worthy of it. Whether we feel like it or not, we praise you. Because you are constant. 
I want you to close your mind, close your eyes and set your heart and your mind on Jesus. Begin to think about the Son of God. Begin to think about His love. Begin to think about His goodness. Begin to think about all the goodness is shown towards you. The love all these years. When we give you mortal bodies we deserve destruction we deserve hell we deserve punishment we brought destruction upon ourselves this is why we praise you but while we were yet sinners Christ died for us he gave his life on the cross this is why we praise you we feel up to it we don't feel up to it he had every right not to do that but he did it for you and I. You fix us. You what type of person is this? You do what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard. What has not there is no man yet. You like him. There is no other God like this God. In our deepest and our darkest moments, he came to save us. He came to save us to deliver us from every field. To clean us, to make our lives beautiful. Malasombrika.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, glory to God. Glory to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, can I say something? Um. So today, today while I was at church, thank you, Lord. Today while I was at church today, um, God had led in my spirit to, because I'm a worship leader at my church. And I'm the only one who sings. So as I was up there, like God was speaking to me about singing another song, um, the I Surrender All song. And, um, well, I give myself away um, um, before uh, when we had altar call. And like it was, well, before we had um, communion. And it was just so like, like I was, you know, I was singing it like a cappella, like no music, no nothing. So, you know, I was asking the church to, you know, just um, just put their hearts and their minds on Christ and, you know, just sing the song with me. You know, I just kept singing it. This thing in the, 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 um, the chorus part, I just surrender all, you know, and then I, I had them to sing it with me and to, you know, to, to, to try to release, you know, whatever it is that they needed to release out of them, like literally like surrendering their all to Christ and, because you know God was speaking that He can't do it unless we unless we allow Him to. So as I was ministering to them, they were just they they were they were sitting there with their eyes closed, and God was He was just showing me today, like right now, as we were praying, that it's the religion that has them like that. Because in the church, um, I go to a it's a, it's a Baptist church, and they don't um, see you know some Baptist church do you know break loose and do their thing. But this church don't. They stand there. They they're quiet. You know they they're like very con, um, preserved. They, yeah. yeah, they're like they they, they like they they stay, they sit they stand there and they close their eyes. You know they're they're very quiet. They don't make noise. You know they they clap sometimes. So as I was like as I was ministering to them, there was only, there was one lady there that was you know, giving, getting her praise on, you know, like as I was ministering to them, it was only one lady out of like 15 of them. And they were just, you know, standing there with their eyes closed. And it's, 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 God was speaking to me saying this because they, they, it's their religion that's holding them that, that way. It's the, the religion of being the Baptist, 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 um, Baptist is that, you know, they, they're very quiet, you know, they don't do things like they're, oh. it's like in, in order they 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 only on the church for an hour, so God was just speaking to me like it was just it's it's the religion and it was a lot of them in there that needed to break free. It was a lot of them in there that needed to 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 release you know and to let go and surrender their all to Him. But it was like they wouldn't do it, and it was because of their religion. It's because of their religion and. God, God was just speaking to me like, you know, that religion has to break. Like, this is the reason why churches are the way they are. Some churches are, like, they don't even, like, God is not even in the room because the way they are, even even though it's his house, he's not there. Like, he's 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 not in the midst of them. Like, it's, it's the way he was explaining it, he made it perfectly clear. You know, God is always with us. He's everywhere. But it was like, he just wasn't, I don't know how to explain it. Like he said, he is. it's like he wasn't there. Yeah, like it wasn't, 
you know, I don't, I'm, I don't know if y'all understand what I'm saying, but the way he was breaking mm-hmm. it down, it made it perfect. You know, and it was just, it's so, it's, it's so sad. Like it was just, it's, it's, it's really sad. You know, like his people are really, literally in bondage by religion. Like literally, so many of them. Like it just, it, and it could be just from the way they were brought up. You know. Like, it's not their fault the way that they are. They're just going off of what, you know, they know, you know, and they don't want to break out. They don't, they're, they're afraid of what people might think. And I was, that was, I was ministering everything, like letting them know, like, you know, Christ died for us, no matter what it is. He, he gave his life up for us. And he had to go through the shame and the, you know, people talking about him and, you know, the disrespect and all these things he had to go through. But he didn't care that he literally still died for us. He did not care what no one thought about him, you know, like, and I was just administering that to them as well. But it was like, like I said, it was only one person, <laughs> one lady that got her her breakthrough. One. And it, I mean, that's good enough for me, you know, because I, at least I know. You know, I did what God told me to do. But, you know, like, it was just crazy, like, how, how God was just, well, not crazy, but it was just, like, wow, like, how God was just saying that. Like, literally, like, religion has them, like, like, like literally, like, like bound, like, in hostage, you know? Like, they, they have to break free from that. And there's so many people, so many people just in bondage from religion, from religion alone. Like, it's... It's it's sad, like it's sad, and it's like wow, like God, like like I I want I want to help like break that off of people, you know that 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 religion, like I want to help break people free from that, you know whatever else I can help break free, but you know it's just like I wish you know I could do that, like I want to be able to set people free from that, because. Like, well, first you have to start by understanding that it's not just the Baptists because not all Baptists are like that. Right, that's because, right. Because I'm a Baptist and honey, my church, you understand, we right. were amen and hallelujah and and, and 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 all that, you know, and, and it could be just a few of us there like it was at your church. But honey, my Baptist church it could have been a few of us, but we felt we felt the spirit of the Lord. You know, he yeah. he was there. He he was there, and he wasn't just with one person. You know, he didn't just come with one one person. Didn't just bring him with him. You know, he was there with us. You know, so it's it's, it's I'm a Baptist, and, and I understand that you come through. You know, you come around some people who who are like that, but. A lot of Baptists are, are, are not like that. I've, I've never came across too many Baptist churches that was like that. And yeah, I've been was, to quite a few. That one was my first, well, my second Baptist church I've ever been to. And, you know, I've I was, never been to a Baptist church that was quiet and, you know, nobody really, you know, because we be some amen and hallelujah. We be, yeah, we be up and on. We be up in the pews, hallelujah. And so, but I've. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump in, Pastor. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. No, like I, I've been a lot of Baptist, some Baptist church that they, you know, they praise and they, I know, I've, I've seen it. But this one, and, and this one particular, God was speaking to me about that. But I, I was saying, like, you know, there's other religions out there that, you know, that 
are just stuck in religion. That's what I'm saying. Like they're just stuck. They don't want to be free from it. No cookie cutter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, cookie cutter. They just walk along the path. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, and it's just like I was just speaking to me about that. Like I was just like, wow, like. But, like, it was, that was just something, like, you know, my husband, I talked to him afterwards, and I was just like, you know, I told him, because he, he, he was like, you know, he was like, babe, like, he's, he understands, you know, why I want to minister, he understands, because he, he's seen, you know, me in action today, and he was just like, he said, he, he sees that's, you know, who I am, he sees it, and he was like, I said, but yeah, um, I said, but did you see how everyone else was, you know, like, like as I was like, I, I know I felt God, you know, I know I did, you know, and that's why, I, you know, I, the Holy Spirit, like, you know, I was just being led by the Holy Spirit, and I was just, Amen. I was just going in, ministering, and my husband told me that he even felt the the shift in the atmosphere. My husband told me that. My husband, he's not a, he he under he 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 understands God, you know, he knows who God is, but like just to hear him say that he he felt the atmosphere shift. As I was ministering, I was like, wow. I said, I I mean, I, I, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, I, that was, that was, um, I'm pretty sure, you know, because I know the Holy Spirit was like, you know, I was being led by the Holy Spirit. But, you know, it was just like, wow. Like, I, I even got cut off. Like, as I was ministering, like, the pastor, he even, like, he basically kind of, like, made me stop, like. And I really felt like if I would have kept going, some more people would have, you know, like, broken through. You know what I'm saying? If I would have just kept going. But the pastor, he cut me off. Like, because they're, they, they, they're on the time. Like, they're always out by, like, 12 noon. Um, so it's like they're, they're only in church for, like, an hour. You know, everything is always by schedule. And, like, they don't ever, like, allow God to take, you know, allow God to move. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always like schedule, literally. Like, and it's, yes, ma'am. You know, and it's and and God was just trying to do something today, and I felt it so strongly. And I felt that like if I would have kept going, if the if my pastor, if he would have never, the pastor would never cut me off, I would have been able to free some people today. Like, and I was like telling my husband, I said, this is this is something. <laughs> This is the reason why I, I I have to keep continue to do this, like, cause they they would have someone would have broke free, someone else would have broke free. I know it, like, I know it, I know it. I felt it, you know. But I don't know. I just I told I know I told my husband I said you know when I come back you know something something's gonna have to happen. <laughs> Amen. Something's gonna happen. I don't know, but like. I don't know. Something gonna have to happen though, because that was it was it was amazing though. You know, just to know that I I got to someone. You know, that was definitely amazing. But amen. You know that religion. Like I want to help free people from that, man. I do. Amen. Hallelujah. I know, I, I know you got a good word. I know you got a good word for us tonight, Pastor. I know you do. I waited all day for you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to say two things concerning what you are saying. 
The first one is that it is not really the people, but it's a spirit. It's a spirit that is sent by the devil. Yeah. And the second thing is that they've not had an encounter. Second Samuel chapter 6, let's go there. Let's look at an encounter David had and how he behaved. Which, I'm sorry, which, which chapter? Second Samuel chapter 6. Second, let me see. You said Second Chronicles? Second Samuel. So, oh, Second Samuel chapter 6. Amen. Okay, Second Samuel chapter six. Yeah. Are you Sorry, guys, I have to take my client to the restroom, but I'm listening. Miss Caroline, please read it. Let's start yes. from um, start from verse ten. Verse ten to the last verse. Or uh, you start from verse um, 12. Start from verse 12. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Second Samuel um, chapter 6, verse 12. And it was told King David saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed. Obedidom. Obedidom. Yeah, Obedidom. 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 And all the pertains to him unto him. Because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidom into the city of David with gladness. And it was so that when they that bear the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings, and David danced before the Lord with all his might, and David was girded with a linen, a fog. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael Saul's Michael Mikal. Saul's daughter, Michal. Okay, the city Michal Saul's daughter looked through a window. 
and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in his pace in his place in the midst of all the tabernacle that David had pitched for it. And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And as soon as David had made an end of offering burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. And he dealt um, and he dealt among all the people, even among the whole multitude of, of Israel, as well as the women as men. To everyone a cake of bread and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. So all the people departed everyone to his house. Then David returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servants, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. And the Lord, wait a minute, and David said unto Michal, It was before the Lord which chose me before your father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, will I play before the Lord and I will yet be more vile than thus and will be based in mine own sight and of the maid servants which you have spoken of of them shall I be had in honor. Therefore, Michal, the daughter of Saul, had no child unto the day of her death. Hallelujah. Wow. So, wow. this talks about the ark of God, which represented the presence of God the word of God. You know, because when they had the ark, it was when God spoke through to them through the ark. And so they went for the ark and they were bringing it and somebody mistakenly touched the ark and the anger of the Lord struck the person. And the person died. So they became afraid and they took the ark to a house called Obedido. Now, <laughs> When the ark of God went to the house of Obedidom, Obedidom became blessed, extremely blessed. And David heard that because the ark of God is in the house of Obedidom, he is so blessed. And he said to his people, let us go back for our word of God. Let us go back for it. And they went for it. When they were coming, they made sacrifices and David was so excited. And started dancing and dancing and dancing. He danced so much that he became naked. He took off his clothes and he was still dancing. 
he danced all the way to his house and when Micah saw him Micah said what do you think you are doing are you not the king of these people instead of being diplomatic and behaved as a king would you are rather dancing in front of these maid servants and all these people and David told Micah that listen you are not the one God chose to be the king and your 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 father Saul has been removed from this position and God has chosen me and since God has chosen me I will humble myself before the Lord and I will dance before him and I'll be happy before him you know David knew who God is because he's had an encounter with God and so his approach to God was different the opinions of the people that were there really didn't matter if he had to dance himself to the presence of the Lord by being naked it was very okay and so these other people who had nothing they are not even kings were being diplomatic and being traditional and religious but David he played before the Lord like a child would do and that is why the Lord said this guy I love him he is a man after my heart you know and so I tell you when an individual comes into contact with God the person had, um, experiences an encounter you you don't need to even encourage them to shout or jump or run out about eh? they will break off every chain of bondage of tradition and religiosity and they will yell and scream on top of their voices and dance the whole day and go home excited because they have encountered life nobody encounters life and remains the same and so if these people really encounter the son of the living God they will shake off every form of I don't want to I don't want to even go there but I came to tell you that Amen. those of us who know what we have encountered we can't Amen. but to praise the name of the Lord if we gotta scream we scream if we gotta dance we would dance if we got to lie on the floor and roll on our belly like children, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's gonna come. You understand? Yeah. And so <laughs> it's gonna come. <laughs> and countess shakes all forms of godlessness out of the life of people. A church that has no has not encountered the son of the living God when he arrives in their church and in their midst every form of godlessness is swept away by the spirit of god and they will break down and cry and yell and scream and shake and shout hallelujah Amen. so don't be worried children of god you know what you have experienced and you cannot keep quiet over it but to praise the name of the lord and we pray for Amen. them. We pray for them that they will come and have a taste. The Bible says mm-hmm. that in the book of John, 
in the book of John, the Bible says that Jesus met a woman by the well. And the woman asked questions like, who are you? Jesus told the woman, do you know, if you know the person that you are talking to, you will not be asking the questions you are asking. You know, at the end of that conversation, the woman realized that, ah, this is the Messiah, the son of the living God. Immediately, she left everything and went to summon the whole city, the whole city, to come before the presence of Jesus. When the people came, they now told the woman that, indeed, you came to tell us about him, and we believe it. But now that we have come to see it ourselves, uh, we don't need your testimony anymore. We have experienced it ourselves. Amen. Said, and indeed, uh -huh. this is the Messiah. So don't worry. When they have an encounter with him, uh, it doesn't oh, matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter whether they brush their teeth or not. It doesn't matter whether they have lashes or not. It doesn't matter. They are going to come to the presence of the Lord with shoutings of joy and praises. Hallelujah. So don't be worried, daughter of God. And rather, you speak and pray over such spirit to be broken. That spirit of tradition and religiousness be broken. We don't worship God in by being religious. Jesus said, God is a spirit, and they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. John 4, 24. And it's not even about where you worship the Lord, but how you worship him is what is Amen. important. Yeah. And so, we give God the glory. Amen. Tonight, Amen. I'm going to deal with the subject of prayer again. And I'm going to cover a very important subject that is not common to a, pe a lot of people. They are not familiar with it, but it is a reality. And if we must come to a place of receiving answers to our prayers, then we must learn to walk in this dimension also. Amen. And so, we give God the glory. Hallelujah. I'm teaching on the subject using the line of imagination in prayer. Using the line of imagination in prayer. First Chronicles chapter twenty eight, verse nine.
Corinthians chapter 28 verse 9 yes Amen. Okay. I'm sorry was you ready yes please you can read it okay. um, 1st Corinthians chapter 28 verse 9 states you Solomon, my son, know you the Lord. <clears throat> excuse me. And you Solomon, my son, know you the God of your father. And serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understandings, all the imitations. All the imaginations of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then Proverbs Amen. chapter 23 verse 7. Proverbs 23 verse 7. chapter 23 verse 7 there we go amen you said chapter um psalm uh proverbs chapter 3 verse Chronicles 28 verse 7 this is an advice David was giving to Solomon his son when 
Solomon was about to mount the throne of Israel. And he said to Solomon, he said, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father. Know him. Have a, have a personal relationship with God. Know him. Know the God of your father. The God that David, your father, served. Know him. And serve him with a perfect heart. And with a willing mind. Which means in his service to God, there are a number of things that he did that brought him to that place of success and glory. Number one, he knew who God is. He had a relationship with God. The second thing is that he served the Lord with a perfect heart and he had a willing mind. And so he is now passing on that same treasure of mystery to his son. If indeed he is to amount to something in his relationship with God. And then he went further and said, the reason why I am telling you to do this, my son, is because the Lord searches, searches all hearts and he understands all the imaginations of the thoughts. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will also cast you off. Hallelujah. The Lord searches all the art and understands all the imaginations of the thought. God is interested in imaginations because imagination comes from the heart. And Proverbs 23 7 says, as a person thinks in his heart, so is he. So you are you are what you think or you are your imagination. If Amen. you get your thinking right, you get your life right. If you get your thinking wrong, you get your life wrong. And so in the dealings of God, he doesn't just deal with what you say. But it deals with what is in your heart and what you imagine. And if he is ever going to respond to you, he will respond to your imagination as well as respond to what you say. And so, if your imagination is always negative, then your supplication will end up in frustration. Why? Because most battles are won from the mind and most battles are lost from the mind. Because our mind is the battleground in every conflict of life. If the way you think is negative, you can't arrive in a positive situation if the kind of imagination you have in your mind is fear don't expect to arrive in a place of glory because what you imagine 
add the ability to affect your life and paralyze you. So if you think right, you will live right. And you will do right. If you think wrong, you will live wrong and do wrong. Because all your imaginations are not right. And it takes imagination for God to respond. So, if you can write this down or keep it in your heart. Until you win in the mind, you cannot win in the world. Until you have won in your mind, you can't win in the world. Hallelujah. Until you win in the mind, you cannot win in the world. Because your imagination, just as much as you're asking, it provokes divine intervention. Anything you receive at all, you have already imagined it before you go for it. If it is food you eat, you have thought about it, you have had the reflection in your mind, you've seen the picture of the food. So as you are cooking, you are cooking with an, a preconceived imagination in your mind. Amen. I want to have hot dog and with a little bit of um, cheese. and You have conceived all these things in your mind. And so as you are preparing the food, you are preparing it according to the picture that is in your mind. You know, one of the wonderful things is that when I finally come over and I'm with my wife, we want to have some experiences together. We have already conceived them in our minds and we are discussing them. So, literally, what we will do is that we are going to take decisions based on the preconceived ideas and the pictures we have already. And God looks at the kind of picture you have in your mind. If you expect God to bless you and make you a prosperous person, but in your mind, you already have a negative picture about yourself, then you are not going to arrive at that place. Because if what you have in your mind is not what you are believing God to do, how do you expect Him to bless you? Amen. And that is why Romans chapter 18, I don't know, 17, this one, says that, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans 17, I believe, should be 17, or oh, Romans 12, today, neighbor, Romans, um, sorry, just a second, Romans, faith cometh by hearing, Romans 10, 17. Yeah, sorry. Romans 10, 17. It says that, So then faith cometh by hearing and by hearing by the word of God. So, when the word of God is preached, it comes to flash out every form of preconceived ideas or imaginations or pictures. 
to give you the right picture you need to prepare you to receive what you need to receive from God. Amen. Amen. With, without the word of God coming to clear your mind, coming to clear that preconceived imagination you have, you can't receive the answer you need to receive. And so we are going to look at a woman who first imagined that the Lord has healed her before she was literally healed. She had to think it. She had to imagine it and speak to herself that this, if I can, if this, if I can conceive this idea, then this is what is going to happen to me. And that is exactly what happened to her. And I believe that that is what we are also going to experience in our prayer life. Amen. Mark Amen. chapter 5, verse 25 Mark. to 34. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 34. Mark 5, 25, all the way down to 34. Yes, to thirty-four. And then write this scripture also down. We will be reading that also. Matthew chapter nine, verses twenty to twenty-two. Chapter 9, verses 20 to 22. So, after Mark chapter 5, we will be going to Matthew chapter 9. Okay. Ready. Mark chapter 5. Yes, ready. Okay. Um, a certain woman, well, this is Mark 5, chapter 20. Chapter 5, verse 25. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing and was nothing improved but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be whole. And immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. 
And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of